Now, chronic overwhelm is a defense mechanism, okay? When you are chronically experiencing the frequency of overwhelm, you are allowing overwhelm to be the baseline of your nervous system. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned with Human Design, the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. Your energy has unlimited potential. It is time you learn what yours is and to start living into your destiny of wealth. Let's get on with the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. This week, I am going to be speaking about overwhelm because quite recently, I have experienced a lot of it. You all know my house was being renovated and we are back in the house, but we had to find an office. And so now my business is expanding and I've brought my boys in as team members into my business. So it's been a lot very, very quickly. We have brought Jaden, my middle son, on to be the podcast producer. He has had a history of music genius. So we have plans to make him the podcast producer here at the Wealthy and Aligned brand. And I know that this will serve all of my clients because a lot of you want to use your frequency in the marketplace in the version of a podcast. And we know how you can do that successfully here and be heard. So this will be something my clients get access to as well down the road. Um, And I really thought it was valuable to even say this in this podcast because I know that if I have been dealing with perfectionism, my fractal Lyme also deals with perfectionist tendencies. This entire business journey and bringing my boys and team into the mix of this thing that I created was a way that I have allowed my perfectionism to be something I actually release. One of the first things that I noticed was, you know, I had to hire a social media team and then now it's bringing in the boys as integral parts of the Wealthy Line brand. And what I'm really seeing is I can release my perfectionist tendencies as I'm around people who love the human design journey as much as I do. And I'm just surrounded by my boys that are so enthusiastic about bringing their own gifts into the brand. So it's just blossoming over here. We are all so happy the way it's turning out. And we really can't wait to bring you all along for the ride. Last week's podcast, my son Noah was on and we did a projector Q&A and it was a hit. And we will for sure be bringing him back on uh, just for the Q&A sessions. You all loved his perspective 
um, and he got to feel recognized for his input on your energy and your business. And so we're going to give you more of him and you can shoot me a DM with your question. We'll answer it for you live on the podcast. And he might even, what we're thinking of doing is bringing him on my Instagram live, maybe even weekly to just free flow and answer questions for you there too. So if you're not following me on Instagram, you need to go find me at the Wealth Code Coach and join me in my Facebook group, Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design, to just contribute to the conversation. If you feel called to have an opportunity to be coached by me, head down to the show notes and enter your information. Because what we're doing is we're taking interest and we're going to set up a separate podcast for you all where one podcast is just for you to all get one brave person will be coached by me. I know your energy type and you bring me some dilemma you're having and you will get real time coaching from me. And I just know that will be a way I can truly add value to you all as you navigate your human design experiment and try to profit from adding your purpose and serving the world with your purpose, through your purpose to us all. And you'll be able to see how the different energy types are able to take human design and alignment into their businesses immediately. All right, so this week, I'm going to talk about all things overwhelm, and I want to break it down, and I want to tell you actually what it means to experience overwhelm. I want to show you some ways of how you can handle it, what to do with it when you experience it, and give you some action steps that you can take today so that you can take steps towards removing it altogether from your life because you can remove overwhelm from your life altogether. That is possible. All right, we've just been conditioned to sit in a frequency of overwhelm, right? It isn't our natural state to be overwhelmed. It's like, I just want you to imagine overwhelm on a dial from one to 10. Where do you naturally just sit and tolerate the frequency of overwhelm for yourself, right? It's just something you have to look at and become familiar with. And what's happened is it's, it's something that our minds have just become used to experiencing, okay? And the mind actually produces overwhelm to help you. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, like how can that in any way be helpful? How can it ever be something that is for me? But I want you to think of overwhelm as a frequency. Again, something on a dial that you can turn up or down, right? When you're aware of it, you can imagine the dial and instruct it up or down. <laughs> Who wants it to go up, right? We all want it to go down. We weren't taught that the states of the mind and body we sit in could be something that we just dialed up or down for ourselves. And with overwhelm, 
we were conditioned to feel shame and embarrassment along with like frustration, bitterness, anger, and disappointment anytime we experience this frequency. So let's define what it is and then let's go into where overwhelm actually comes from. Okay, so overwhelm, the definition of it literally just means very great, right? The experience of something very great, very strong, and extreme. Okay, so even by definition, this frequency is one that is big. Okay, it's something that is very strongly taking over the mind or body or both in a moment that may last for longer than feels comfortable to you. The frequency of overwhelm is actually meant to stop you right in your tracks. Okay. It's meant to sit there and confuse you. It's supposed to cloud your head and your anja center and keep you from taking action. Okay. Action can't be taken with intention when you're sitting in the frequency of overwhelm. And when action is taken from a place of overwhelm, you find yourself creating results that don't make sense or that actually cause even more overwhelm. And I see this with early stage entrepreneurs and business owners. They sit in the frequency of overwhelm for too long. They allow overwhelm to be what keeps them from taking action and from moving them forward with the decisions that will make money for them. Like the money making decisions in your business require you to make them from a place of zero overwhelm. And there are a lot of reasons why overwhelm comes to hang out with us. But what I want to focus on is where it comes based on how you're designed. Okay. Overwhelm can sit in every single one of your energy centers. Okay. It can be both high and low frequency, and it can affect your decision making in both ways. All right. So even if you're defined here, colored in, you can still experience an influx, a surge, a big, energy here. So I'm going to talk a lot about the open centers, but I just want to bring awareness to, you know, our defined centers. We read a lot about these defined energy centers being stable, consistent. But if you haven't learned to use your defined energy in an aligned way, you're going to find yourself experiencing overwhelm in them just as much as you would experience them in your open centers. And just what I've found with working with my energy has just been, I can really weed out overwhelming energy in the centers that are defined more predictably for myself. So just keep that in mind as I go, as I go through this here. And I want to just, again, tell you what I mean when I say high frequency, right? And low frequency. So high frequency is just truth is, it just is. You, this is just the dial at truth is 10. There isn't like, I'm a little bit truthful. I'm not. It's just high frequency is truth. 
And low frequency, the lower frequency emotional states and thought energy is fear or lies, basically not truth. All right. So of course, we all start at different levels and stages of our high and low frequency. And we do this for all different reasons. It's not time to go judge about where I sit, I'm high or I'm low. But I want you to look at your energy centers and I want you to first look at where you're open because here is where you are most susceptible to the overwhelming energy, okay? Your open centers have been taking in energy outside of you your entire life. Your open centers have been filtering, sampling, and soaking in energy from all your external environments and people that you've allowed the energy in from outside of you. And when you don't know how to use it, you never knew that you had open centers, you allow the energy to come in, overwhelm you, and that is how you have been making decisions and basically directing your life. Okay. And we, like I said, we all do this. It's like, it's like, I always say, it's like we have this life before human design and after we discover human design. Because once you know about your centers you, and you see everything different, you're aware of things you just weren't aware of before, right? And before you're aware of it, you were just living life unaware of how to navigate all the energy you came in contact with and how it felt to come in contact with a surge of energy. So you developed coping mechanisms to deal with all the external energy that you were filtering through these open centers. Okay, and if you're a person who struggles with overwhelm, start first with your open centers in your chart. I want you to look at the head center, right? And the root center. So the head is the very top center of your body graph, and the root is the bottom square. And both those centers are pressure centers. The pressure is there in our auric field to push the energy that comes into those centers down, right? It doesn't matter if it's high or low frequency, if you like it or if you don't like it, if you agree with it or if you don't agree with it. It's just energy that's being received. And the pressure pushes it up or down, right? So it goes to all of the other energy centers so that it can be dealt with and handled and managed. (laughs) And the head center takes on the thoughts, ideas, inspirations of others, right? So anxieties, the thoughts that others have can be mostly fearful, right? Heavy and very low frequency. And the open root center takes on the mismanaged adrenaline energy from everyone else. It gets the feeling of, you know, I have to go now. I have to be productive now. I am missing out now. Okay. So all of this is based on outside energy that it's picking up. And again, like I said, like energy centers are not discriminating between high or low or good or bad frequency. They just receive it like an antenna. They receive the energy. And unless you have developed a screening system for the energy that is being picked up, 
the pressure that is naturally around the center will do its job and move it, right? It'll move it or it will soak it up like a sponge. And when the energy gets pushed into the rest of the centers, the other energy centers need to do something with it too. And what the other energy centers do with the energy they receive depends on what they have been conditioned to do. So let's talk about the different energy centers, okay? So the solar plexus is where we carry our emotional energy. And if this is open (laughs) and you haven't been aware of it being, oh, it's open and it's just a screen, you will experience emotions in an overwhelming way, right? And the majority of our population isn't running around the earth managing their emotional energy. (laughs) They're going around the world reacting to emotional energy, making decisions from it, right? Just creating results based on emotional reactivity. The spleen, this is the place of fight or flight, right? The awareness around the intuition. So with mismanaged spleen energy all over the place, you may find that you are overwhelmed with irrational fear, okay? Now, I can remember this being a thing with me, right? When the COVID hit and everybody was running inside, and I was a nurse for 24 years, and I was like, well, am I missing something? Because I'm more afraid of bed bugs than I am of a virus. So I remember just thinking, oh, wow, like I am feeling a fear that normally, if I was even working still on the floors, I don't think that I would feel. So I had to do a lot of questioning this energy and diffusing the energy of my spleen so that I could regulate where I was. Like, where did I actually sit in, you know, quote unquote, fear if there was any to actually feel, right? So the spleen will, the open spleen takes all of that in from the outside And you will, you could actually even experience an overwhelming sense of intuition as well. So without knowing how to regulate it, you just need to be aware that it may or may not even be yours and find a way to organize it for yourself. Now, the will center may experience an overwhelming sense of, I need to rush into a commitment, right? And then you find yourself like making a commitment. And then not being able to fulfill the commitment because the will center is all about like ego desire, willpower, commitment energy. Okay, so when you are not defined here and you're experiencing inconsistent energy frequency here, (laughs) you might just be entering into commitments that are somebody else's. And then you wonder down the road, like, Why couldn't I stick with that diet or, you know, that workout routine? Okay. And I also want you to consider, do I have an overwhelming sense of desire for something or someone like that kind of came out of nowhere because it's also desire and ego wants, right? And so again, I just want to say there's nothing wrong with wanting something. That's what the center is for. It's to have you want something so that you have direction on where to go. But we have to be very discerning about what it is that's coming in that we desire. Is it even ours? 
Okay, in the Anja Center, this is the center for awareness. And open Anjas become easily overwhelmed with thought energy of others and awarenesses of others, opinions of others, judgments of others. Okay, and the Anja Center will sit in confusion, in worry, in doubt, in the frequency of overwhelm when it is exposed to everyone else's worry, fear, and doubt. Now, the throat center will experience overwhelm by, you would feel this as I'm using too many words or I'm not able to use words, okay? This is very interesting. Remember, all roads in the human design chart lead to the throat because that is how we manifest what we want on the material plane. And when the throat energy is overwhelming, you might find yourself not able to speak or speaking too much, okay? And even finding yourself you know, speaking at the wrong time and even offending people. It's very interesting to watch. And the sacral center is our little battery down there. It's like a little energizer battery there. When it's open, right, it's inconsistent use of sacral energy. And what happens here is sacral energy, when it comes into open sacral energy, will overwhelm you by keeping you busy, right? You're just busy doing, doing, doing all the things with actually no real purpose or intention behind it, okay? And when you do that, you find yourself exhausted, burnt out, like seemingly out of nowhere. Like you could go, 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 go. Maybe you even went for four days straight and then suddenly you're done and like glued to the bed. Like I had a client who she had kids that she was a projector and she had no access to consistent sacral energy, but Her and her ex-husband shared custody with the kids. And when she had the kids, she had energy for days. And when they would leave to go to their father's house, she found herself just like incapable of doing anything consistent. So she was borrowing the sacral energy and overwhelmed herself with the sacral energy. And she wasn't allowing herself to... Really what it is that you need to do is you need to command it. You need to command what you want it to do. Like I say, I always say it's just, it's an organization process that we have to do with our energy centers. And the identity center will flood you with feelings of low self-worth, okay? Because the identity center, or some people call it the G center, it's really your direction in life and where all your self-love comes from. Okay, so when, and I am completely open here, guys, I can tell you right now that my Achilles heel has always been, first of all, where am I going? Like, I feel like Waze was invented for me. Like, thank you, whoever invented that, because that is the only app that gets me somewhere efficiently, like tells me where the traffic is, tells me like literally everything. But when I'm overwhelmed in this center, I question my worthiness, guys. It's crazy, right? The confidence goes down. I'm looking around me like, where should I go? Who should I talk to? What's the next step? 
And that just brings my worthiness on a scale of one to 10. It like I watch it just, it's going down 10, 9, 8 as the overwhelm comes in. I just have to be very aware for all you open identities, be very aware of who you're around. You want to make sure that you're around people who carry esteem, who literally care about where you're going so that they can be mindful of how they're sharing their identity center energy with you. And I know that's in a perfect world of like everybody knew their human design, but just be aware that like maybe you were around somewhere and suddenly you're feeling really shitty about yourself and like, who am I to do this? And I'm never going to sell this. No one's going to buy it. Maybe you were around somebody who was actually feeling that themselves. All right. So, I mean, for me, the emotional solar plexus was a huge culprit of overwhelm for me. When I first found human design, this was the one center I was like, oh, this explains a lot, right? I was walking into patients' rooms and homes and exposing myself over 24 years of a nursing career to all the mismanaged energy of people who were literally in the most vulnerable parts of their life. They were in fight or flight. And the energy that was being scattered everywhere was all low frequency, right? The energy of sickness, trauma, disappointment, fear, worry, doubt, pain. And what I was doing with that energy was I was just sucking it up. I was using the center as a sponge, sucking up all the energy of low states of victim. And then I was wondering why I was so emotionally overwhelmed. Right. And I didn't actually even feel like I was quote unquote emotionally overwhelmed. I thought that this was just what I feel like. I mean, really, in fact, I thought everyone just felt like that, like it was a a normal place to sit at, just emotionally overwhelmed. Like even my husband and kids, I thought everyone walked around the earth feeling the way I felt here. Right. And I also have an open spleen and head. So I sat in anxiety and overwhelm and fear that wasn't mine for my entire life. And it conditioned how I used my authority and how I trusted myself. So you can see how just looking at these energy centers, keeping the energetic of overwhelm in mind would keep you from actually starting a business, like from actually getting paid to do what you absolutely love and know without a doubt you're here to do. Overwhelm is what gets in the way. As soon as the thought, right, or desire comes in and you feel the urge to create a business, overwhelm comes in and does its job perfectly. It keeps you from starting anything different and from taking action because literally to the subconscious mind, doing anything different than what you're doing right now means death, okay? If you've never gone somewhere that, that you want to go, the mind can't see the bridge to get there, so it immediately throws doubt, worry, fear into your mind, your head, and that overwhelms you. And so the job of overwhelm is to keep you stuck there 
so that you stop and literally don't move forward and die. And when you sit in overwhelm, you are incapable of doing anything meaningful. The actions you take from that place are more along the lines of, you know, I'm going to go scroll social media. And as I'm scrolling, now I'm comparing myself to other coaches over there or business owners who seem to never be overwhelmed. In fact, they just seem to have it perfect over, over there. Everything's going great. They've got tons of followers. Everything looks so perfect, right? Or you go, never mind that. I'm just going to go watch Netflix. I'm going to avoid it all. I'm going to go shop. I'm going to go drink wine. I'm going to go eat. Whatever it is, right? But whatever you're doing isn't productive, intentional action towards creating that business. Never mind making high-paying decisions. Overwhelm of any kind is a gauge on how fast you're trying to move, okay? So if overwhelm is high, right, if we're looking on the dial, one out of 10, if it's a 10 out of 10, I want you to take a look around at how fast you are trying to do something. We experience overwhelm because we think the how, the what, and the who should arrive as soon as the desire to do something comes. We think that overwhelm means there is something wrong. We make overwhelm a problem, right? We we even may sometimes say, well, it must not be meant to be, right? If overwhelm happens, well, it must not be meant to be that I start my business or I make this offer or that I price it this price. When really, overwhelm is just a frequency. It shows up to make us slow down, okay? Starting a business, a meaningful business, guys, that becomes a trustworthy income portal for you and your family is just something you haven't done before, okay? And it's not created overnight. The who, the what, and the how will not show up In an instant, overnight. I've tried it. It doesn't happen. (laughs) Okay. It took me three years to create my team, my family, who is totally the who, the what, and the how. Okay. But it didn't stop me from making money. You can make money not knowing the who, the what, and the how. I promise. Your business. Your desire, your purpose, it demands your consistent time and attention forever. You will never be done paying attention to your business ever. You cannot get where you're going unless you look exactly at where you are right now. And most of you want the guaranteed results of something that you have never created before now. (laughs) And in order to create the results you want, you must first look at exactly where you are right now. The way you have been trying to create this business of yours has yielded you the results you have in this moment. If you have inconsistent sales, where have you allowed overwhelm to drive your actions and your decisions? If you haven't built a solid six figures around your offers, 
Where is overwhelm trying to get your attention? Try looking at overwhelm from the perspective of if overwhelm is here to slow me down, what do I need to see that I am not yet seeing? Okay, ask yourself these questions. How am I moving too fast? In what ways does slowing down right now make me uncomfortable? All right. There's a difference between sitting in like a chronic state of overwhelm and experiencing sudden overwhelm. Sudden overwhelm is something that you're experiencing in your environment. Okay. It's like a person or a place you're in, even a smell or a sound you hear, right? Something outside of you is in a state of too much, too fast, something external of you, right? And you're picking it up and it translates to you as overwhelm. An example would be, I know I talk about my home renovations all the time, you guys, but I'm, I'm telling you, I literally was so overwhelmed with a simple home renovations. Of course, I've never done it before, right? Again, never done a home renovation before. So it's something my brain and my body were not ever, there was nothing, I couldn't expect what could have happened, but suddenly we weren't able to live in our home. Like my daughter looked at me and she goes, we can't live here. And I looked at her and I was like, yeah, you're right. Right. And immediately I was put into this state, this frequency of overwhelm. It required me to go into literal, I felt like I was in fight or flight. Okay. It was like, I'm in fight or flight. This is an immediate, I need to take care of this now. It's like my daughter carries so much energy in our family. I just, if she even utters a word of she's uncomfortable in one way, like you should see my whole family and I, we just like race around her to see how can we get you what you need? Like we just, we honor her energy so much. So when she looked at me, like, I think there was a part of me that would have been like, yeah, we're going to keep trying to live here. Tough it out. That will center is going to hang on here. But as soon as she said, we can't live here, I was like, no, we can't live here. And I went into, I got to take care of this right now. Right. But the beautiful thing about this is I know how to handle sudden overwhelm. Right. But I mean, it still pulls me off course. So I know how to help my clients experience the overwhelm of doing something big in your life and actually putting overwhelm in its place. Because that's what I did. I went, yeah, I got it. I took care of it immediately because I know how. And that's what I help my clients do. Now, chronic overwhelm is a defense mechanism, okay? When you are chronically experiencing the frequency of overwhelm, you are allowing overwhelm to be the baseline of your nervous system. And any baseline frequency, whether it's overwhelm or something else, is just something you've gotten used to. You've tolerated it. And if your baseline frequency is overwhelm and you're used to it, for whatever reason, you want to look at why and where you have tolerated overwhelming energy in your life. Because what's happening is your nervous system 
said, okay, this is the level of overwhelm that we need to adjust to. And it did its job and regulated itself itself there to support you there. Because the natural state of alignment is not overwhelm. But if you've been tolerating your not self, right, your anger, frustration, your bitterness, your disappointment, it will feel like baseline. Like I remember I used to sit in frustration and think that's just where I sit. I'm just frustrated at how slow everything goes. <laughs> Typical MG, I'm, everything's too slow for me. Overwhelm is experienced when you are separated from your highest, most aligned, authentic self. It is always a sign that you are either going too fast or trying to force something out of its natural course. And how the different energy types experience overwhelm is different, right? But I want you to consider if you were raised or conditioned by the, any, any energy type that's different than your own, I want you to consider that. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you what I've seen uh, as general themes of overwhelm with my clients in each energy type. But consider that you may be experiencing what I go over as a description for a manifesting generator, even though you're a projector. Because this always comes from conditioning. Remember, this is not your truth expression. This is the expression of misalignment through you. So manifesting generators experience overwhelm with, first of all, the amount of things that we come into our day to do. Like I have a list of 25 things and I want them done in one day. And we find ourselves overwhelmed when we have to slow down and realize not all 25 of them are going to get done today. And now I have to develop patience around that fact. <laughs> I truly get like I am overwhelmed with frustration when I have to slow myself down to even eat or pee. Like that literally, I find myself just getting irritated with what the physical body needs for me because I'm I get so in flow. And my creative energy is just so on that if I have to go pee or go eat something, it's like, ah, it's taking me out of my, the thing that I just love to do. Like, I mean, even typing and forming sentences and using punctuation is frustratingly slow to me, right? And like even doing yoga, I just want you to look, if you're an MG, look around your life at the things that like all the self-development and coaching world and personal development world says to do like do yoga, do meditation. <laughs> All of those things are like, wait, what? I have to do that to actually get somewhere? Yes. The world just doesn't move as fast as we do, right? And learning patience is overwhelming. That doesn't mean that it's wrong. Doesn't mean that it isn't something that will actually speed us up in the long term. And generators, I find you experience overwhelm when you continue to take on the roles and duties that someone else really assigned to you, right? When you're living a life doing and giving for everyone else, you're leaving yourself open to frustration. 
and this will be the underlying current in your life. And you'll find overwhelm will just start to come in and cloud your mind and body to really get you to stop and slow down and take inventory. You know, like my students will see overwhelm when they make a decision to learn their wealth codes. And they're suddenly faced with a lot of material that requires attention they have been giving to other people and other things in their lives, right? And unless they make room for this new material and energy that is exposing them to their codes, they will find themselves sitting in overwhelm and spending time, precious moments in overwhelm. And it will keep them from really embodying the frequency that is their highest potential. And projectors find overwhelm when they slow down. It's so uncomfortable for you guys to just slow down. You have been conditioned to move fast. You live in a world filled with sacral energy, generators, manifesting generators. And when you slow down, it feels counterintuitive at first, right? You're also experiencing overwhelm just as a byproduct of being so open. You are designed with all the open energy centers. So anyone you're around is giving you their overwhelm, their feelings, thoughts, and fears. It's all being sent out into the environment and it's being picked up by you. Manifestors, I find you experience an overwhelming underlying theme of anger, right? It's just you sit at anger, you tolerate it in different areas of your life. And it's there because the people you're talking to aren't listening. They're not hearing you. You have the biggest part of your energy, which is your words. And when you go about informing, which is the natural way to use your energy here in your throat, and no one is listening to you, it irritates the fuck out of you. Like, and I say the F word on purpose. It's literally an anger that's like, no one's fucking listening. And the anger can be a place you find yourself just sitting in, right? Because you've tolerated nobody listening for so long. Here you are just tolerating it in anger. You're also very open by design, so you're very susceptible to the environment and other people around you. So remember, most everyone in the world is not aware of aura energy. When you walk in a room, just be aware nobody in that room is aware they have an aura that is affecting you. So they just go around the world spilling unmanaged energy out onto everyone around them. And that goes for every energy type, okay? Like I am an MG, so I do feel the anger bubbling up at times as well. I just want you to find yourself in each of these explanations. Now our reflectors, right? The aura is very open, but truly it acts as a shield. It's like Teflon shield for your energy. But overwhelm finds you as you compromise your boundaries with others. So codependency traits will add to the overwhelm that you're feeling. I find my reflectors just really surviving 
in codependency patterns. It's really imperative that you're getting to know who you are at a baseline level without the input of other energy to see who you are and then allow other people and environments in only with a filter, a boundary, right? You may be finding yourself sitting at an overwhelming frequency of disappointment because literally you got here, your soul incarnated as a reflector and you're looking around the world disappointed. Like, oh, this is how it works. Wow. All right. And just have compassion for yourself here. All types of overwhelm, okay, will send every single energy type into a state of exhaustion. Too much, too fast will exhaust you and burn you out. And this is where it affects your bottom line in business. Money will not be something that comes into your business and hangs around and stays if you allow overwhelm to be the baseline frequency you sit in. Your business requires you to manage overwhelm regularly, right? Consistently. And you do this by recognizing how you have been allowing overwhelm in your life in the first place. Right? And and then you track it. You track it back to its original source and become just very aware of what incited it to begin with. And once you do that, you can make way better, more strategic moves, intentional moves in your business. The moves, the decisions that allow money in to support your purpose being spilled out into the world. So let's look at overwhelm and how it shows up in your business, okay? Your mind has developed a strategy around the frequency of overwhelm, right? Remember, it's every time you go to do something new, in comes all the thoughts, the fears, the worries, the doubts. And when you set to turn your purpose into a profit to serve the world, with your precious gifts and your superpowers, your mind will automatically send you into overwhelm because you haven't done it yet. And depending on how good you are at recognizing overwhelm is how long it can take you to get a hold of it. Like people spend years in overwhelm, never getting an idea and a creative project out into the world. Okay, so... Again, your mind, when you decide anything, when you decide to make an offer to someone who will pay you for the value you bring, your mind will offer you a series of thoughts, which will then just translate into emotions, okay? And the thoughts sound like, I mean, they're different for everybody, but basically the theme is, I don't know how, who am I to do this? I'm not qualified. Who else is doing this? Is this normal? Is this right? How will this even work? I don't even think this is possible. Where will everybody find me? Right? All of them. When you get to know yourself, right? When you're actually recognizing, oh, here comes overwhelm, you'll find your own string of thoughts that lead you into that frequency. And once the thoughts start, there is an emotional response to them. And your emotional response will be something that springs into gear 
and starts weighing you down in frequency even further. And these feelings that come from the thoughts, the emotional energy that comes from those thoughts have been programmed to come, right? Because they're associated with the thoughts you have. So you may feel fear, shame, embarrassment, guilt, all of the, like the unworthiness. All of these feelings will flood your nervous system. And that leads you to just stopping when you don't know how to organize it. And when you don't know how to organize it and you're sitting in overwhelm, you become literally unavailable for anything else, right? You're not even available to see the solution that is right in front of you. Your creativity stops in its tracks. There is no room for the universe to work its magic for you when you decide to stop and say clouded in overwhelm. And I'm, I'm saying when you decide on purpose, it's a decision to stop and stay clouded in this frequency of overwhelm. Your work, your co-creation energy with the universe stops when you allow overwhelm to be the frequency you're operating from. It just, it literally stops. You cannot sit in alignment and experience the wonder of how it all works out when overwhelm is left just unattended to, right? And the answer to all of your questions that your mind throws at you, that string of questions that just comes pouring in, the answer is right in front of you all the time, all right? So the law of polarity, the universal law of polarity states, okay, if there's a problem that you find, right, a question you have, a problem that you need a solution for, there is literally an answer in the same room at the same time, right? And how can you be available for the solution if you are in overwhelm? You, you aren't. You can't be. So I want you to imagine this, like you're in a pool and you're just floating, you know, maybe you just, maybe you have some floaties on. I don't know. You're just in a pool floating and you've gotten comfortable wading around in the water, right? You feel pretty safe there. You, you know how deep it is. You know, it's, it's warm enough. Your body is physically comfortable. It's a baseline. You're just like, yeah, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying my moments in the pool. And then imagine suddenly from out of nowhere, like a flash flood size tidal wave just come in and hits you, okay? And it smashes down around you. And suddenly that safe, fun pool that you were floating in just a minute ago feels totally unsafe. It feels life-threatening. And the only thing your mind is doing right now is surviving, okay? It's finding a way to breathe. <laughs> it's, it's like, where am I going to get my next breath? How am I going to get somewhere to breathe normally and consistently? and not die. So you spend your time, right? If you're, if you're allowing this, to keep, this overwhelm to keep you there, you're spending precious moments desperately trying to get air and keep yourself above, above water. So you're like splashing around. You're just, you're inefficiently using your energy when you're fight or flighting in the pool there, right? And so imagine just me standing on the side of the pool and I'm waving this life preserver 
this raft, right? Basically what it is, is your wealth codes, everybody. I'm waving this preserver, metaphorically your wealth codes, over on the side here saying, hey, grab this, right? But you can't hear me shouting. You can't hear me helping you. You're too consumed with the worry and the fear, right? So I want you to use this metaphor every single time you're feeling the frequency of overwhelm, right? If you're sitting at your desk and you're like, I can't find the copy, the content that my fractal line needs to to hear from me. I want you to remember this story and think, okay, I'm literally in a pool that just got slammed with a tidal wave and I can't see the solution because of the frequency of overwhelm. And then I want you to just sit there and I want you to ask yourself, what is the next thing I can do? Not the next five things I can do, the next one thing I can do. I teach every single one of my clients how to recognize this frequency of overwhelm. It's one of the first things we have to look at, right? We have to look at where you've been experiencing an overwhelming surge of energy and letting that drive the results you have so far. So I help them to become comfortable on this dry land and I guide them to the solutions that are literally right in front of them that are going to take them to the next level of success. And then we regulate the nervous system around that as well. And you would think, you would think that when you get to dry land, right, you learn the wealth codes, you know your potential, you're like, I always knew this was the thing everybody needed from me. You would think that once you're out of the pool, all dry, that that would be your solution. But guys, it isn't. What's happening is you're learning all this stuff, you're inundated with it, and your nervous system isn't regulated to it. So the work is really in regulating your nervous system in the creative potential that you are, right? And then receiving money for that creative potential. That becomes a balancing act that we wade through as we go along our journey together. I see how most of you have created a pattern of getting results and then allowing the tidal wave of money and success to take you right back into the pool again. I know. It's like, why do I do that? Right? And all that's happened is you just haven't regulated your nervous system to your alignment theme, to success, whatever that means for you. For some of you, it may be money. For some of you, it may be, you know, like actually having followers and people who are paying attention to you. It's different for everybody. But your income is a direct representation of how you handle and manage overwhelm. Okay, so who you're attracting into your business as clients and team members is also a direct representation of the frequency that overwhelm takes you over at. It directly correlates. Overwhelm is the nervous system's reaction to going too fast too soon. Okay, it's a gauge. And you can. Make money with overwhelm. Guys, I've done it. My clients continue to do it. But you won't keep it 
And you will not experience it with predictability if you allow it to be the underlying frequency that runs your business. You can't operate a business and experience success without predictability around the cash flow that comes through it, right? And, and all the client attraction methods that you are trying to implement inside your business. It is really up to you to take control of the overwhelm you experience. You have to look at it in the face and decide once and for all that it doesn't run the show anymore. Okay. And if you're ready to get a handle on your overwhelm and truly start commanding money into your business from a place of certainty and authority and you know, dry land, I can help you do that. I can help you experience success in a way that feels as natural as breathing. And I'm still accepting applications for my one-on-one private coaching. You can find all the details for that at the link in the show notes. And before I close out here, I want to remind you to go to the show notes and see if you feel called to be a guest on the podcast. I will hot seat coach you and I will help you handle your overwhelm. I will give you action steps you can take. And in doing that, you are serving everyone else, right? And if you need me to be, you know, we won't use your name. We won't use anything that would make you uncomfortable and throw your nervous system into the pool. I just invite you to maybe take this opportunity as something that would actually be a life preserver to pull you out of the pool (laughs) and stay there for a while, right? Because we all just want to stay there and experience our money and then go live our life. We can't go have fun with money when we're living in the pool just trying to save ourselves all the time. I'm telling you, try to do it. It doesn't work very well in there. All right. Until next week. Cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. Thank you for listening. If you would like an opportunity to be hot seat coached by me, head over to the show notes and send us your information. And if you're ready to do business differently and stop your hustle so you can actually start your impact in only the way that you can, Check out what ways I can help you personally navigate your human design experiment in your business down in the show notes. I help women find what people will pay them for and become unapologetic about doing it now. Because when high achieving women become aligned in business and start calling in money, we impact the world in massive ways.